Derek Keller presents Buffalo Bogo, read by Derek Keller. Sinking your teeth into a thick quarter pounder hits different depending on where you go. At McDonald's, the burgers are a pathetic mess. There's no way the entire sandwich is even a couple ounces. Dad insisted the best food is local food. At local restaurants, family comes first. The food they serve is an extension of their family, and raising a good family takes time. On their grill, each patty is seared with care. Raw potatoes are delivered fresh, then chopped and fried on the same day. Although he respects the process, Pop's still spending money. So as our food is prepared, he runs to the 2002 Ford F-150 and returns with a shabby shoebox. After reaching inside, he hands each of his three sons a thick pile of coupons. As is tradition, whoever found the best one for our meal got shotgun on the way home. The race was on, and we all dug through our stacks until I hit the jackpot. A buy three burgers, get one free. Oddly specific, I know. But with a compulsive hoarder like my father, you're bound to strike gold at some point. After everyone has gone through their stack, Pops grabs me by the shoulders with work-ridden hands and announces me victorious. My brother's jealousy is palpable all over their faces before it's washed away by a waitress's arrival. We must not have realized how starving we were, because once she put down our tray of food, we tore through the packaging and devoured our burgers like a pack of dogs gnawing at rags. With a mouthful of food, Dad bellows, now that's one hell of a burger. As my brothers finish up, Dad and I lock eyes. He nods to the cashier, ordering me to come with him. At nine years old, I thought my pops was a superhero. Who wouldn't? I mean, the man used his plumbing powers to painstakingly install every toilet, sink, and shower in an entire hospital. Before the patients, and the doctors and the nurses that who cured them, there was my dad. Back then, I would have done just about anything my dad wanted. At the pay window, I need to stand on my toes to peek over the counter. Be careful with this one, I say, as I fork over my winning coupon to the annoyed cashier. It won me shotgun. My dad chuckles as I watch him pull something silver from his blue jeans for the first time. Upon initial inspection, both the silver money clip and my dad were nothing special. Both are reliable enough to get the job done, but if you take the time to dig a little deeper, you notice their intricacies. Both have been gouged and scarred by nails and screws, worn in over time. When Pops up, upturns it, the buffalo is revealed. Impressed into the clip is a United States nickel on which they stood. Engraved with honor and pride, the beast itself is everything a man should be. Buffalo can read rooms and knows when to be strong and fight for its mate or when to be soft and loving. Buffalo adapt. They wear coats in the winter and shed them for summer. Above all else, a buffalo is generous. In fourth grade, we all learned about the buffalo, or at least I did. They offer their life so an Indian family might live. When a hunter's arrow strikes the killing blow on a buffalo, they don't indulge in hunting's bloodlust. They don't cheer. They don't hack the good parts off the buffalo and leave the rest. They honor the sacrifice. Everyone is taught by, about a Native American resourcefulness, but the buffalo is a different story. 
When the tribe is done with a buffalo, there is nothing left. Brains, a natural tanning agent. Hoofs, utility glue. Tail, whips. Tongue, in fact, tongue, it's the best meat on the entire buffalo. Nothing is wasted. Everything is used. Long after my parents were divorced, Bill eventually recovered from his drinking and smoking habits. He missed a lot of birthdays, movie nights, and family dinners. But uh, Bill can still come over and drop off packages in front of the house. But he isn't really allowed to come inside and see us. Left over from his drinking days, he still can't really legally pick me up from school. But uh, I also can't really blame my high school's administration. I mean... If one of your students died from drunk driving on his way home from school, potential clients wouldn't be exactly eager to pay $12,000 for private schooling. Anyways, it's not like I needed him to drive me around. I got my license nearly two years ago. In the 16th century, uh, North America contained about 30 million buffalo. After 1890, less than 100 remained in the wild. So what happened? The United States hit puberty. Growing at an ex exponential rate, America needed three things from bison. Leather, meat, and bones. From first-hand experience, teenagers are always hungry. America was no different. The Sharps rifle could only shoot one bullet at a time, but its accuracy and range was well worth it to the American hunters. One shot, one bison. You know, uh, typically they're harvested on the spot. Rip out the tongue, tear flesh from leather. Leave the carcass to rot away and pick up the bones in a few weeks. Everything is wasted. Almost nothing is used. Mom has always insisted the protein we get from Outpost is substantially better than any other grocery store and it's worth sending me out there whenever we need meat. Honestly, I can't complain especially when she orders four Blue Moon smoothies for her family. When my name is called, I step up to the now undersized counter and pull out the buffalo clip Ken gave me in one of his packages last Christmas. Sometimes I feel like I used him, sort of how Americans use the buffalo. I got a s solid early childhood from Bill. Some good advice too. But after that, I ripped out his tongue and teared off his hide. Did I leave him behind to rot? But, you know, maybe the great buffalo and my father aren't alike. While buffalo cannot defend themselves from hunters, shouldn't my superhero have been able to defend himself from habits? I mean, recently Bill has texted that uh, he's been sober for a few months now. His birthday is coming up and he gave me a gift card to Heifer's last Christmas, the burger joint. Maybe I'll invite him out for a burger. Epilogue. Honestly, guys, I have to be straight up. Today is December 4th, 2021, um, 2.55, actually now it's 3.35 p.m. I am currently moments away from posting Buffalo Bogo as my first episode to my podcast in the history of my life. But when I finally started to read through what I wrote almost one year ago, I wasn't sure if I could use it. It's too personal. My dad would never forgive me for releasing this. This makes me look like I have problems. But then a voice responded. 
Personal is authentic, and authentic is good. And last but not least, everyone has problems. Actually, this isn't the last doubt I had. I had a ton of smaller ones, but for some reason this just felt right. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Derek Keller. If you liked it, whether you're a friend from high school, a family member, or one of my first few organic listeners <laughs> who have never heard my voice before, uh, hello, by the way, um, I would really appreciate a tweet from you uh, about um, what you thought of the episode. Um, honestly, every comment is appreciated, um, whether it's positive or negative, and I will do my best um, to respond to all of them. Uh, again, uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, I guess I'll see you guys in the next episode.